You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, motorsports insider, Kurt Hansen. Right, here we go. Second hour power, first hour power in the books. Thanks for joining me here from 3 to 5. is Race Central, the drive every Friday right here. Also, uh, Watch the TV show on Denver Comcast, Amazon Prime, Roku. I mean, anywhere you can hear my voice in America. And we know we have a very large uh, streaming audience around the country. So uh, check your local channels for listings and showtimes in your market. And, uh, uh, yeah, want to make it easy on yourself, just go to racecentralmedia.com. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter. I'm still working on uh, this Race Central night at Colorado National Speedway in the VIP Beer Garden. So the easiest thing to do so you don't miss out is you go to the website. This is what I get to say makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. Sign up for the newsletter because we will draw, we're thinking about it now, uh, from our newsletter subscribers. And there's a lot. My God. But, we, uh, you know, we got it all figured out. We got our local and our regional. And our, you know, so, you know, nobody will miss out. Everybody gets a chance to win, as we like to say. At racecentralmedia.com. Uh, I was going to, no, I'm going to do that a little later. This Ed Carpenter racing deal and uh, Connor Daly, Derek Daly's son, kind of weird. And I, I know a lot of, a lot of back channel stuff and things, so we'll, uh, we'll, meander into that but since nascar is it uh, certainly one of my favorite tracks and a track that literally is 30 35 minutes from my back door uh in northern california beautiful circuit very technical they they kind of at once bruton smith bought it and uh you know fluffed it all up i mean all the improvements he made are, are good improvements but he he took away some of the It'd be like if Mount Everest if they just put, like, uh, aluminum stairs from base camp to the summit. He just kind of softened it all up because it used to used to be a very dangerous place. Now, great, anything for safety. But then they also they took down all the hills, which was sad because that was kind of cool, plus the sounds. But uh, so there's line of sight. No matter where you're sitting, you damn near can see, the, you know, your favorite car all the way around the racetrack, which I get. Good stuff for the fans. But you don't really have to kind of suck it up to put in a flying lap there anymore because it's it's all safe. It's all safetyed up. No hills. No, no lots of pea gravel. None of the stuff that made it uh, pretty interesting back in the day. So that's cool. I, I kind of, I'm just thinking. I kind of wish I was there. I remember I got a great story about uh, working for ESPN at that race. A few years ago. So once I get this, because I really want to get to this audio this this week, because uh, uh, there's a lot going on, obviously. Uh, certainly in all the race series, but especially in um, IndyCar and NASCAR and in the mall being this weekend. 
Um, Daniel Suarez. Nice to hear him say nice things about Kyle Busch. That might be rare. But Daniel says, uh, man, they deserved it. They deserved it to win the Enjoy Illinois 300. So let's hear from Mr. Suarez. Thank you, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Kyle Busch has done it again, third win of the year, 63rd of his career, 25th different track where he's pulled into victory lane and get this, he's won at least three races and 11 different seasons. He was smiling after this one. Pretty awesome, uh, man, to sit on the pole, lead a lot of laps and um, have my guys do such a great job today was uh, pretty phenomenal for us. Great for RCR. Just win, baby. So uh, all the fans go out and celebrate with us. We're going to have a great time with this one. This one's pretty cool. He had three wins in 21 and 22 combined. He's already won three times this season, Larry. At three completely different types of tracks. And think about Richard Childress racing, the downtime they went through for several years. Now in about the last 10 or 11 months, they've won seven races with three different drivers. But it wasn't all perfect for Kyle Busch that 18. I talked to Randall Burnett, the crew chief, when they unloaded on Saturday, Kyle was not that happy with that race car. They made some major changes before qualifying. They go out there and sit on the pole. I know they probably won't look at yesterday as a perfect race, but it wasn't far from it. From the pole, won a stage, finished second in the other, led half the laps. His average running position was 2.0, and even the pit crew, four pit stops, they were money, including that final stop at a 10.5. Yeah, that's, that's hard to beat. You know, if that's not perfect, I don't know what it is. You know, it's pretty close. Uh, the A car, you know, definitely was very strong. I got to race with him at one point, you know, uh, I think we were running for fifth or something like that, and I was racing hard, and he was racing hard as well, and I knew that he had a good car, you know, because I had a good car at that point, and, and he was able to pass me back. So, uh, yeah, you know, they did an amazing job the entire weekend, and they, they deserved the win. I wouldn't get Daniel to do this because he's the competition, but maybe you should do a bow in honor of Kyle's third win. What do you think, Larry? <laughs> okay. And then there's the booze. I'll, I'll give it a seven and a half. I'm glad you didn't put me in the yeah, spot. I, I wouldn't I do that to you. I, I like Kyle. Like you got to have a flag, checker flag to do it. Uh, yeah, you do. And, uh, yeah, good for Kyle. <clears throat> I've kind of uh, softened on Kyle over the years. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy, I mean, what do you, what do you say? I mean, they just, they just said it all for me. Third win of the season, uh, but 11 different tracks over the past couple of years. I mean, just – he. I don't believe, though, I'm pretty darn sure – I almost said a bad word – that he's never won at Sonoma. I'll have to look that up. I don't, he's, he's never won at Sonoma. That place is really, really hard to win at. Uh, I think Kurt Busch won there. The year before he came to Furniture Row, he won, won on the 51 car. I don't remember who that car – it was a single-car team, and I believe Kurt won there in the 51 car. Maybe he led, like, every almost all the way and then blew up on the line. So I just, I just remember there's something funky going on there. But uh, it'll be good at Sonoma this weekend. Uh, again, here we go. Back to, back to the stuff. Uh, it's the Austin-Austin show, Cindric and Dylan. Austin-Dylan's in trouble, I mean, per se. Now, it's a good thing that his family owns the team. <clears throat> But this guy's, uh, I don't know, he, he has good races 
someplace, like one or two a year, maybe, and he just kind of muddles around. So here's the fellas again talking, uh, and how ironic. Uh, Austin Cindric's car is two. Austin Dillon's is the three. So let's uh, let's hear from Larry and the fellas. Will there be action or discipline after the Dillon Cindric conflagration? Let's get to what happened at lap 219. Not good news for Austin and Austin. The two and the three get together here. Watch the two car coming down just a little bit. That's Cindric into Dillon. Dillon comes up the track and collects Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, unfortunate for the 47, who was having a really good day. After the race, in an interview on social media, Austin Dillon said he wrecked me intentionally. He turned me. Go back and watch what happened last week at Charlotte with the 11 and the 9. Go back to Bubba Wallace last year. He should be suspended. Talking about Austin Cindric. You've seen the video. What's your reaction to all this? Listen, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult to know uh, exactly, you know, just by that shot. You know, we don't really know if, if it was something happening in the lap before or the corner before, but by me looking at this, it looks to me more than wrecking intentionally, most, it looks to me like a mistake. It looks to me that the two car was trying to fill the gap and go behind the, the three car and he misjudged it. I don't think it was intentionally, I think it was a mistake, but you know, I could be wrong. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, only Austin Cindric knows exactly what he did there, but I don't know that I definitely see anything that warrants a suspension right there. I just don't want us to get to the point after what happened at Charlotte with Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott. Every time somebody gets into somebody, we're talking about a one-week suspension. That would not be good for the sport. If you want to see that, go watch sports cars or Indy cars. That's not what we do with NASCAR. We'll uh, continue to follow this story. If anything is to come out from NASCAR, we'll have it for you right here on NASCAR Race Hub. Good stuff right there. Uh, yeah, um, I, I believe, uh, yeah, Austin Dillon's 29th in championship. Guy. Okie dokie. Hey, it is Race Central on the radio. Here on ESPN Radio AM 1600, it's Race Central The Drive from 3 to 5. Go to racecentralmedia.com. A lot of good stories to get to. Also, some uh, very interesting thoughts from Mr. Bob Pachris. We'll talk to Bob when we come back. It is Race Central. And, hey, by the way, the Cole Parr's Hobbytown Car and Bike Show, June 18th. Reach out to Fred and his team over there at ColePar.com, the Superstore in Aurora. Get out your ride. Go have a good time. And uh, a lot of good stuff on TV this weekend. Uh, drive a little, save a ton. Northern Colorado's largest liquor store. That's NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. Drive a little, save a lot, or order right there online. They got so much. They got so much going on over there. Reward system, points, wine tastings, cigar tastings. Ooh, I thought about a cigar tasting. I guess a cigar sampling. They got it all right there. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web. On the insider, we're back after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. About a quarter past. I figured I'd kind of change that up on you. Make sure you're listening. Uh, welcome to Race Central on the radio. It's uh, Race Central Drive, 3 to 5, every Friday, right here on the Blowtorch and also streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. You can uh, sign up for the newsletter there if you would 
like to be part of our big party night coming up this summer and uh, watch the TV show, the video cast, or, or you can go out of YouTube and just uh, type in the old search bar, Race Central Unplugged. If, you, uh, if you're a regular, you know I get to t- drive these spectacular automobiles, and one I just had, what Mazda has done over the past decade, I, I, I'd like to say, maybe a little longer, building just spectacular cars. And the one I had was the 2023. It's uh, the CX-50. It's all redesigned. It looks, I mean, it looks spectacular. It's definitely a, a much different looking uh, vehicle than uh, the other ones, you know, the, the CX-30s, and the 50s, and all that stuff that they've done in the past. This thing is, when I looked at it, I was like, I was shocked. It's just it's got a presence to it, the way that it's road presence, the way it sits on the road, the way it just it looks. What a heck of a machine. Uh, mine was Windchill Pearl, they called it. Beautiful color. Black with brown uh, leather interior. It uh, powered by the Sky Active 2.5 liter uh, twin scroll turbocharger. I won't describe what that is, but that's really cool stuff. Uh, basically, 230 horsepower. Uh, You've got the six-speed automatic paddle shift, the black 20-inch alloy wheels. I'm just kind of picking the big old 245, uh, 45-45 all-season tires. There are so many features that come standard. I'm looking at it right now. It, it's basically a whole half a page. It's really, really impressive, all the stuff that comes you know, with this car, plus a lot of really cool, it's got a massive panoramic moonroof, sunroof, uh, adaptive front lighting system. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it, it, it's just loaded. A massive uh, col- uh, color center display, active driving dis- display, just, you know, all the, the wireless stuff that you could possibly, uh, uh, you know, want. Rearview camera, of course, that's almost standard. Uh, I really like the lane departure uh, system. Uh, it gives you a nice little shake through the wheel. That really, you know, if you're if you're driving, you may be a little sleepy, which you shouldn't be. But or if you're you're driving and you're on the phone, heaven forbid, not texting, and you start to drift, it's gonna. It actually will correct the car and give you a, a pretty good shaking through the hands. The blind spot monitor, the backup camera with the the alert. Massively impressive machine. Uh, mine started at 42.3. And with everything, 43.970. That is really, really, I mean, 40 grand doesn't buy you a lot anymore but I will tell you if you're looking for something in the little bit larger category of uh, crossover SUV I uh, I would strongly suggest that you go drive this machine I, I said I had the premium plus package 
2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5 liter turbo. What a machine. Uh, go drive this thing. If you're looking for something in that category, I would strongly suggest that the 2023 Mazda CX-50 be on your hit list to uh, to experience. And thank you, Drive Shop, and thank you, Mazda, because I love driving your cars. All right. Let's get back to business. Uh, we've talked about the Austin Cindric, Austin Dillon thing. And I mentioned at the top of the show, and Bob Pockers brought up a great point. Did Corey LaJoy help or hurt his chances to get a premier ride? That's sad to say, in my humble opinion, I think he hurt himself a little bit. And he finished 21st. But uh, let's hear from Bob. I, I'm not listening to this clip. Let's see. Uh, as he says, fast thoughts with Bob Pockris. Thank you, Bob, and thank you, Fox. Let's talk to Bob right here. Hey, everyone, this is Bob Pockris from Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following Kyle Busch's victory here at Gateway. Hard-earned victory. Outduels Kyle Larson on several late restarts and also outlasts Denny Hamlin. One of his best performance, I would say, in recent memory. Big win for Kyle Busch. One of the other big stories of the weekend was Chase Elliott being suspended and Corey LaJoy filling in for him. Corey LaJoy certainly would have wanted a better result. Finished 21st, never had the track position, start 30th after a poor qualifying uh, time. And then, you know, a little miscue there at the start of the race. He certainly was frustrated, and that's totally understandable. But did this hurt him from potentially getting future opportunities? I wouldn't say so. You know, I think people are evaluated on more than one race. And certainly you'd love to have that one great moment, run top 10, show everybody that you can just step in the car and do it. But, you know, again, if he continues to run well in the seven car, I think he gets more opportunities. I hope he's right. And I agree with everything he said. But it's a funny, it's just like uh, in stick and ball sports. You know, what have you done for me lately? We saw what Josh Berry did when he stepped in for Bowman the Showman in the 48 car. Uh, Massively, 88, 48, I can't remember anymore. It's what happens. Don't get old. Um, And it looks like he's going to get a big contract uh, for a full-time ride in Cup next year, and he deserves it. You know, the rumor is Childress. What's interesting about that, though, does somebody go? And could he say goodbye to his grandson? Could he fire Austin Dillon? Boy, that'd be interesting around uh, the family table at Thanksgiving or Christmas, huh? Because I don't think there's room. I don't think children's going to add a car. Somebody may have to go. Wow. That'd be interesting. But I, I think, and here's the thing about, about racing. Uh, so if Corey had, had had the weekend he had and the Josh Berry thing had never happened, I agree 100% with Bob. But when Josh Berry jumps in the car and starts running around like the baddest man on earth, and now is rumored to be getting a big contract uh, next year, probably with Childress. Ooh. No, I'm not going to start that rumor. Um, yeah, I think I think it probably would have 
It's not a good look. Hi, look at me. I'm in a front row car, and I'm 21st. And he just kind of... I think he was pressing. He really, really, really wanted to be Josh Berry 2.0. And to make his dad proud, to make the family proud, and, you know... I think he was pressing. I think he was trying too hard. Too hard. If he uh, if he ends up having a, a, a good season, now if he has a crappy season, he hurts him. But if he ends up still having an okay season in the seven car. People's memories, though, in the world of motorsports, <laughs> they're long. Real long. Unless all of a sudden you start winning everything. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. What the heck do I know? I'm just uh, an old guy happy to be alive. State's coming out with that uh, rebate program for the e-bikes. My Benelli is badass. Everybody loves it. It looks, it does, it looks like a Ferrari. Well, it's Italian. And they got them exclusively up at Coyote Motorsports. Uh, go in and see Brian. See all the e-bikes. They got, they got a whole bunch of shapes and sizes and models. They got little ones for little kids. Pretty cool stuff. That's Coyote Motorsports, short drive up I-25, as I like to say. Uh, 58th and I-25, to be exact, or Coyote Motorsports on the web.com. One of the premier uh, CF Moto dealers in the country, 0% financing. They're still doing that. I can't believe it. That's got to they got to be pulled the plug on that soon. And Denver's only star-certified Yamaha dealer. And uh, e-bikes are hot. Places are marking them way up or making you wait. Not at Coyote Motorsports. Going to talk to Brian tomorrow or tonight. Find out what the deal is there. It's Race Central on the radio. It's The Drive from 3 to 5. Watch the video cast on YouTube, Race Central Unplugged, or on the website at racecentralmedia.com. My God. 4.30. What'd you do, Sid? We'll see you later. Well, again, baby, you're drifting over the line, line, yeah. Your hands are tied. Yeah, 30 minutes after the hour as we uh, meander our way into the final half hour, the second hour of power. Great hour number one. Purposely left it kind of loosey-goosey this Friday. So I, I love getting all this audio, and uh, we just had a gentleman, Rolf, who uh, is a, is a big-time listener, and he called, oh, boy, a couple months ago, used to work for a very good friend of mine, Tom Gloyd, and he just called. Uh, my phone's ringing in the break. I'm like, okay, who's this? And I pick it up and go, hello. Hey, Curtis, Rolf. I used to work for Tom. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's waiting for me to talk about the Ed Carpenter Racing, or ECR, if you're on a first-name basis deal. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of, where there's, this, this, where there's fire, there's smoke. But I, I'm going to get to, because uh, uh, Sid has loaded all this great audio, we're going to hit a couple pieces of audio, and then I'm going to come back, and I will tell you what I've heard, and I'll tell you what I think, and uh, who the replacement is, and all that kind of good stuff. But, uh, yeah, what, um, yeah, we're starting off with Kyle Bush, right? Yeah, well, why wouldn't we? We, Oh, Corey LaJoy, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he says, I've got some work to do. I think he does. Thanks, Fox. Thanks, Corey. Just couldn't quite get over the hump of track position. Yeah, it's just a 
tough day, man. It's uh, you know, it's a tough situation to jump in, and you know, these guys are, are pros, and our stuff runs good, and wins races. And it wasn't good enough this weekend. Um, I would like to think that I can drive a, a better race car. Uh, I, I would like to think that I can drive a race car better than I displayed this weekend, but. Wouldn't say it's embarrassing, but I got some work to do just to figure out, you know, what feel I need to, to extract some more speed. It's just uh, it's a frustrating weekend, but I, I just really appreciate the opportunity. It's, it's been a dream come true. Uh, even as much as I didn't do this guy's a good job, uh, I wish those guys luck for the rest of the year once Chase gets back and they'll be winning some races, and I'll be uh, giving that seven car hell every week. Okay. Now, I have not listened to that clip before. Here's my commentary. After Bob Pockers' comments, of which I agreed, and I unpacked what I thought was going on there, but I still thought that it could hurt him. Listening to that interview, after what happened and the way he drove, I think it's really going to hurt him. Because here's the deal. He sounded like a broken human. Man, you're a freaking race car driver, and a, and a really good one. And one of the things that people love about you is you've got you've, you've got fire in your belly. You got piss and vinegar. You got you know you're you're a freaking joy, man. Your dad was the man, and you're really good. And usually it's it's fun to watch you with your your almost mullet long hairdo, and you know. Your beautiful wife and trucking around, and I'm Corey freaking LaJoy, man. I pitch pennies with my with my boys. That audio, that audio does not help him. I get it that you're disappointed, but I might have sat down and kind of compartmentalized what happened and come up with a better, canned, but upbeat, you know, heartfelt, uh, sincere, disappointed, but bring some horsepower with it. Hey, you know, guys, you know, tough weekend. I've been so excited for this opportunity. I'm not really sure exactly what happened. Um, you know, but, but you know what? I'm a LaJoy. I got the opportunity, and I'm, 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 I've already learned things from it, and we're going to come back. Uh, you watch out for that seven car because this was a great opportunity, but I've, I learned a ton. I've, I've, I've seen things differently from, you know, the Hendrick shop and uh, – not the weekend I, I wanted. Obviously, not the weekend that they wanted. But man, it's I'm solid. We're good. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed for myself, for the team. But uh, watch out next weekend. We're going to rock and roll. Then after that, if you just listen to me, because I've been in that situation, but I didn't sound like that. Well, not really. I I didn't stink. I didn't suck it up. Uh, but you know, it's um, yeah. If you sounded, if he sounded like me, and after that, and another another team looks at that and listens to that interview, they're going to go, you know what? He's contrite, he's disappointed, but he's 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 still a race car driver. But what I just heard, that was about ready. I thought that was a Christmas card, uh, you know. Whatever, you know, my dog ate my, you know, my dog ate my my homework. Uh, I'm broke. I'm going home for Christmas. Mm. Whimper, whimper. That just, that wasn't a good look. He sounded a lot like Denny Hamlin a few years ago. Well, Hamlin's always screwing up. That's why I call him the ham sandwich.
uh, yeah, that guy, that guy is like Pigpen. Wherever he goes, he's got a little, little dust, dust bowl around him. Um, God. All right. We're going to talk to William Byron now. Okay, Sid, you're the boss. Thank you, Fox. Let's hear from Mr. Byron right here on Ray Central, right here, right now. For a right rear hook, an appropriate penalty? You know, I think it's – I'm just glad that NASCAR's you know, consistent. I think that um, we've seen it in the past, and it's, uh, you know um, – a little bit different circumstances, but but similar. So I think just being consistent is is good, and um, you know I hope I'm never in those positions to to have to encounter that or, or be on the losing end of it. But uh, yeah, it is kind of is what it is. Do you know Corey LaJoy at all, and what do you think about him getting this opportunity? I think it's great for Corey. I mean, I, yeah, he um, we grew up um, you know racing together, working together. He actually worked on one of my late models at one point, so we actually got a win in the cars tour uh, running when they had the super late models back then, and he was uh, working on the car. So um, big props to him. You know, he's come up kind of the old-fashioned way, and uh, good good to see him get an opportunity. Is a one-race suspension appropriate for right-hooking somebody? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't – I really don't have, like, a good answer for that. Um, I, don't make a, I don't make up the rules. Is a uh, one-race suspension for a right rear hook an appropriate penalty? I don't know. I think that's for people smarter than me. I, I think I'm, I'm too dim to know, right? I think, um, as you said earlier, I just I feel like, I don't know, I don't want to get involved in that. But, um, yeah, you never want to see Chase out of a car by any means. But um, I understand why NASCAR has got to be consistent with things. And then also excited to see how Corey does. It's a big opportunity for him. Obviously, I've kind of been through a similar career path as him. So, um, you know, obviously it's not the way you want an opportunity, but um, good for him on, on getting that. Sneaky Bob Pachris. Uh, so the, the first half of the interview started off with William Byron. And William's a clever kid. A handsome guy, sharp, you know, says all the right things. Well, then he jumped. Uh, that was Will, um, Alex Bowman, the second, the last piece, last 30 seconds. He jumps over to Bowman, asks the same question, hoping to get a, uh, it's like a freaking deposition. You know, find uh, 50 ways to an- ask the same question, uh, hopefully to get a different answer. So he, he shoves a mic in front of um, uh, uh, Alex Bowman and tried to get uh, him to, you know, drop a bomb. That was pretty sneaky. Bob, I'm going to have to talk to you about that, Bob. That's pretty – you should be a lawyer. I wonder if he has a car yet. Last time we had him, he and his wife live in New York City. They don't have a car. You don't need it as much as he travels in New York City. Plus, they'll just steal it anyway. And he can't – he won't run because the air is so thick and dirty that the uh, car won't run on, on – car won't run on exhaust. It admits exhaust, but it won't run on exhaust. Ah, what am I talking about? Uh, oh, my God. I said I got to go. You forgot, Salty. I got to go. All right. So uh, we're going to take a break, right? Yeah. Sydney's pushing all the buttons back. I'm just looking out the window waiting for it to hail or snow or whatever. The end of the universe. Uh, last call for alcohol. Next segment, we will talk uh, uh, for Rolf about IndyCar. Connor Daly. Knows dad real well. Derek Daly, former Formula One guy. Drove uh, an ensign. For a while, I've driven not his ensign, but uh, another one, a Clay Regazzoni ensign. Pretty cool race car, Formula One car, Kazi Power. Zoom, zoom, zoom. So we'll come back. We'll talk uh, IndyCar. Talk about what happened over Ed Carpenter Racing and a lot of different opinions on it. Um, 
I'll try to uh, uh, not mention the suspects' names that I've been talking to. But uh, yeah, that'll be good. So we'll wrap up the show. We'll talk about Le Mans. Uh, NASCAR this weekend is Sonoma. Race Sonoma, as they call it. Uh, my home track. That in Laguna Seca. I promise you. It's Race Central, the radio. Go to racecentralmedia.com. I'll be back after this. Expect me to say 44 minutes after that. Got to keep your toes out there. Uh, all have a great weekend. Be safe, be sound, uh, do something nice for somebody. Lots of good stuff on TV. Uh, I've got one more car review I got to do. It'll take about a minute and a half, so then I'll talk to uh, you all about Ed Carpenter Racing and what's going on. But so, uh, again, thanks, Lexus. Thanks, Drive Shop. Uh, 2023 E350 F Sport H Lexus. Hot Rod. Uh, ultrasonic Blue Mica was the color with black interior, black leather interior. Just looking at this car makes me feel like I should put my helmet on or, you know, get a spotter. Uh, 3.5 liter V6, a little over 300 horsepower, but it feels like so much more. I mean, think of this launches. Eight-speed automatic transmission, uh, paddle shifts, um, uh, multiple uh, uh, drive modes for the automatic. They've got normal. Economy, Sport, and then Sport Plus. And Sport Plus Plus? Sport Plus Plus means you can go to the track. I didn't do it with this car, but go to the track and really have a good time. Uh, it's got the F-Sport suspension, all the F-Sport trim, the 19-inch wheels, uh, the amazing uh, two front seats, uh, you know, heated and cooled, ventilated, 10-way, badass seats. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, it's, the thing is just capital C cool. All the bells and whistles. I mean, all the bells and whistles. It, uh, it, just, it was just too fun to drive. I mean, I, I really, driving these cars, especially these F-Sports, is a, it's, it's really, it's a privilege. Um. Because just I'm a, I'm a guy I like to I like to drive, and when you get behind the wheel of something, it just really gets down the road and gets it done. Man, oh man! Uh, also, a panoramic rearview mirror, which is kind of cool, because you can see I mean a lot. Um, it just uh, it, it just it's got it all. Uh, the one I had started at fifty two six. All said and done, 53.775. For a car that drives like this and goes as fast as it does and handles the way it does and the creature comforts, I really wish I'd had this car when I'd taken my trip uh, to the two World Outlaw shows uh, last October because uh, uh, that, that was an Alexis Prius. So, you know, or a, a Toyota Prius, excuse me. What am I saying? <laughs> God. But this, this Lexus is... Uh, it's a road baller. That's the only way I can put it. I'm just I'm just reading down through all the options and stuff. I don't want to bore you. I'll just make it simple. Hot rod, four doors, badass, great color, hauls ass. And uh, if you're looking for something in that category, you better go drive one. For fifty three grand, it's uh, it is the real, the real deal. And what can I say? Uh, again, thanks. 
Lexus Thanks Drive Shop. I could go on and on about that car. It's really. When I saw it, I walked out. It was in the driveway. I went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Rolf, here we go. No, I'm not going to hold that. No, I'm not. So, Connor Daly is a very, very, very popular IndyCar driver. He's been on the show quite a few times. I've gotten to know him pretty well. I've, I've known his dad forever. He used to work for Speed. I mean, you know, just... Connor Daly is a super talented driver, and he's also very, very diverse. I mean, he's done some trucks. He's done some Xfinity. He's done a lot of stuff. And he's a couple times, I mean, last year, not this year, but last year with the Indy 500, he was kind of the Santino Ferrucci of uh, 2022. I mean, right there, all day long, top five. I mean, just, and uh, I don't remember the accident. I think it was actually the Bobby Ray Hall, the Bobby Ray Hall. The Graham Ray Hall crash, and a big old piece of debris came and hit right on the nose and the, the wing mount on the front of the car. And I, I think it, it jacked the nose up enough where they couldn't get it off. It had a big old black tire mark on it. And uh, so they couldn't, couldn't change the wings, couldn't wing angle and such. And that kind of, that kind of smoked his day. But, I mean, the, the guy's super talented. Well, Ed Carpenter Racing has been having a hard time. Um. That's part of the Holman George family, if you didn't know that, that, you know, used to own the Speedway, and Tony George created the Indy Racing League, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Ed's a strange cat. I've had, I've had him on the show a few times. Um, he's kind of a moody guy. I just don't know where to put it. I, I like him, but he's kind of a moody guy. So they really stunk, except for Rhinus VK. At uh, at the brickyard, well, until until he, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole pit exit thing. So they 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 let Connor go, and people I've talked to say there's there's more to you know unearth there, and the initial press release was. Like, like you get a press release. Um, I'm just going to make this up. Um, Joe Smith, head coach of the Denver Broncos, uh, parts ways with teams effective immediately. Mm. When they're that curt, and that's basically what it says. Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing have now parted ways. That's it. You know, driver and team are not available for comment. I just I don't know I I don't I don't want to say Connor was the scapegoat, but uh, Ed's not going to fire himself, and he's not going to fire Rhinus because Rhinus is a superstar, budding superstar. Odd man out I don't know, and the cars have not been good, except for Rhinus's run at, at Indy qualifying and such. Um. So they bring in Ryan Hunter Ray, RHR, if you're on a first name basis, former series champion, uh, Indy 500 winner. And I, I guess one of the things about Ryan, he's, he's super smart. He's got massive experience, and he knows how to set a car up, and he knows what's right and what's wrong and 
potentially what can be done to make it right. So he's going to jump in that seat. I don't, it's, it's, the way it was worded is for the time being. So we'll see if, if, if RHR can come in there and get that car sorted out or get the cars sorted out, and then we'll see what happens from there. I don't expect, uh, if, if they start running a lot better, uh, he and Ed are really good friends, and they've known each other a long time, and I think, I think Ryan may have driven one of his cars a long time ago. But uh, uh, I don't know, we'll see how that relationship, um, or how long that relationship is, is uh, moving forward if they get the car sorted out. If they can't, might not move forward either. I mean, kind of sad, but Connor Daly now is just, you know, left out in the cold. Now, could, I'm just throwing this out there. Could a guy like A.J. Voigt say, hey, I'll get you a car. I mean, A.J.'s that kind of guy. And let me tell you, uh, he looked great. The last few years, he's not he's not looked good. Like a lot of people were like, mm, okay. He looked terrific. He was helping with, helping with the tire carriers. Santino had him so pumped up that uh, the guy was like 50 again. AJ's that kind of guy. You know what? If he had that much fun at the Indy 500, uh, Super Techs, I don't, nobody's told me this. I'm not saying it is. I'm just having fun on the radio because I would love that. Especially uh, when they go to, uh, um, to Elkhart Lake, Road America, in a week. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Because <clears throat> as good as Santino is on the road courses, he's spectacular on the big ovals. I don't know. Maybe I should call AJ. 1-800-AJ-VOIT. Where if somebody's listening and knows him, tell him that, uh, hey, this idiot up in Denver thinks it'd be cool to put uh, Connor in one of your cars. He's got the cars. And Michael Cannon is maybe the best engineer in IndyCar. I said that years ago when AJ Allmendinger went from Roo Sport to Rocket Sports, Michael Cannon was the engineer on those cars, and I said, look out. AJ is going to win a bunch of races. He immediately went out and put the car and broke a lap record, qualifying record at uh, Portland, won the race. And I think he won three races in a row. Michael Cannon, I've known Mike a long time. He helped engineer my former Atlantic car back in the late 80s and early 90s with Champ Car. That dude is brilliant. And we saw it with the Foyt cars at the Indy 500. So that, that would be kind of cool. But I, I, I don't want to go right out and say Ed got screwed. Well, not Ed, but uh, the, the Connor got screwed. It's racing. It's just like the stick and ball, man. But I, I've, I've had some people whisper in my ear that there's more there. And I'm not going to speculate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sure that Connor was not bringing money. They were paying him. And who knows? Um, maybe uh, RHR is bringing some dough. I don't know. We'll find out. But I've been told there's more to this story. I just don't know enough. I can't not be able to put together enough pieces to come out and say verbatim. So sorry, Rolf. That's uh, if you were looking for more. But... Um, yeah, I mean, if 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 the Bitcoin was a sponsor, uh, Connor lost his coin. 
How's that? How's that for a Bitcoin joke? Probably shouldn't tell those based on what's been going on with Bitcoin over the last couple of months. But, uh, yeah, I'll keep working on that story, Rolf. And uh, uh, if I... Uh, if I get some stuff real juicy, maybe I'll throw it in the... Maybe I'll do a little thing, a phone call tonight, and I'll throw it in the video cast tomorrow with Sid the Kids. Now if I, can, I just got to know a little bit more. And I know the guy to call to get all of it. But I don't think he'd tell me. Super good friend, super good guy. Very close to the family and the team. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to make that phone call. Got to take care of those, take care of uh, us, because... Uh, you know, that's why you get told things that that uh, you maybe shouldn't know, but you, because you couch it properly when you talk about it on the radio or whatever, and you use a lot of speculation to throw out hyperbole or hypotheticals. It is Race Central on the radio. Hey, Rolf, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, what can I say? The, the, the e-bike rebate thing is, is happening and if you want to check out some really badass rides, go up to Coyote Motorsports, uh, I-25 and 58, or on the web at CoyoteMotorsports.com. 0% financing on CF Motos. they got all kinds of really cool new Yamaha product. And uh, some of the coolest e-bikes you have ever seen. I love mine. Everybody tells me uh, it's, it's a Ferrari. No, it's a Benelli. But you can only get them at Coyote Motorsports. Uh, Fred's Place, Colpar's Hobby Town. Uh, the 18th is their big car show, bike show. Get in touch with uh, the Superstore out in Aurora. Find out what you got to do to be part of that great show. We're going to come on out with some TV cameras, so it'll be a lot of fun. See all you folks. And uh, head north or uh, getting ready to have a party weekend. Northern Colorado's largest liquor store, 36,000 square feet, I think, to be exact. Uh, it's North Star. LiquorSuperstore.com. They get special point systems, cigars, confection foods, tastings. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's a very cool place. I've been many times. Prices are great, and it's uh, worth the drive. So, what can I say for Sid the Kid uh, behind the glass? Everybody here, at Bonneville lets me do what uh, I do, and all of you out there that are the faithful listeners and viewers of Race Central Radio and TV. Again, sign up for the newsletter at racecentralmedia.com so you can be part of our NASCAR night. And uh, what can I say? Come out to the track tomorrow. Be a good show, Colorado National Speedway. So for all of us here, to all of you out there, do something nice for somebody. We'll see you next week.